this NHL Draft Futures edition of the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Ryan Gilbert, and joining me tonight is my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Doing well enough. Um, it's supposed to be a hot summer here in Vancouver, but uh, it's not happening yet. I think we set a record for the coldest day yesterday and at this late in June. So, yeah, at least it's not pouring rain. So uh, you, you can't complain about that when you live in this city. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, the, the the smog and the smoke from Canada has mostly gotten out of here. So it's not great air quality. I think, I think there's been a bit of a mini drought going on in, in the area. So I think there's some rain coming in this weekend. I was thinking about it earlier. I was uh, I was snacking on some baby carrots earlier. Good. They're they're a great great snack. Small snack. Like they're crunchy. You can dip them into some sauce. Whatever you got there. It's good. Underrated. Absolutely. Uh, Next thing you know, you'll be uh, you know watching the ducks and uh, smoking heaters. Ducks, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Only a matter of time for that one. Make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast. Leave us a five-star rating review. Apple, Spotify. Make sure you turn on those auto downloads. Get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Hockey channels in there. Uh, follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. Make sure you check out the website. Bunch of other stuff going on there. Uh, Baseball Money is Fake with myself and Blake. Check that out. Uh, we're recording possibly again this week. If not, there's plenty, plenty to listen to. Check out our, our sub stack there. And yeah, all the other shows, MMA, that's uh, always, always a good one. Uh, whatever else is going on, golf. I got some Scotty Shuffler I saw as a, a big favorite again that I'm going to boost probably this weekend. But uh, yeah, make sure you check out the website and, and then everything else there. Um, all right, we haven't had uh, an appearance by the professor recently, so we figured one of our first off-season shows, uh, Professor Meyer here on how to bet on drafts. What you got? Sure. I mean, this is stuff that I've talked about before, but we do have another draft coming up, of course, in our own sport next week, next Wednesday. And uh, yeah, so I figured it's a good time to remind people um, of the uh, the principles of how to approach this stuff. Um, it's good news that we were seeing this uh, get a little bit more widely available. I remember a couple of years ago, there was absolutely nothing. I made uh, like uh, a single bet because there just wasn't much to bet on, like up until two days before the draft. But uh, this time around, uh, like two weeks, three weeks before, we got we got some draft position stuff, and of course, we had the second and third overall for up for months. Um, uh, so yeah, that's good to see. And uh, so the, the the main difference between betting a draft. And uh, a game is that it, it's based on information, right? It, it's not uh, it's not determined by a, a performance on the field, on the ice. It's uh, about what what's going to happen. And then if something, if someone knows something's going to happen, that makes the price basically irrelevant. Like something could be minus one thousand, and it'll still have value because it's one hundred percent going to happen. Um, you just need to uh, be able to get enough down. And obviously, a lot of places don't let you get a lot down, so it's it's uh, they just price you out. 
when they make it like more than minus 1000 kind of thing. Uh, but otherwise that that's why you get in before the, uh, the lines are moving. So if you see the line moving in one book, that's uh, considered sharp where uh, sharp betters play. Um, then, then you, you jump on that elsewhere before uh, those books start to move as well. Um, because obviously someone knows something. Um, this isn't 100% successful. In the, in the draft, I think there was the uh, Anthony Richardson to the Seahawks steam, which failed. But all the other ones that were steamed up were, were true. And uh, last year, though, when, when Woj said that, uh, oh, who did he say was going? It's Jabari Smith, something like that. But it was actually uh, Paolo Boncaro who went first. But everybody, you know, they, they trust Woj. You know, he's an insider. He, he's usually got the scoop. And uh, they, they drove that steam up, drove the line up. And uh, it turned out to be wrong. So everyone who stuck to the course and, and kept up with uh, Bancaro made a huge uh, huge profit on that day. But generally speaking, that that, that kind of uh, movement is is pretty solid. So um, honestly, you could wait till the day of the draft and then just just sit in front of a, a computer and monitor all these books, and then you'll 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 make money that way. Uh, you just have to be uh, vigilant and and know when uh, it's the right kind of steam. Um, but otherwise, uh, and in the weeks leading up to the draft, what you have to do is uh, you don't just just look at the the mock drafts. That's what the books are looking at. That's what they use to make their lines. Um, you want to get to the the beat writers. You want to see what teams are looking at which players. You want to see what that team needs. I mean, obviously the mock drafts is doing this as well, but you could get a better idea of this stuff by uh, monitoring the beat writers than um, the drafters themselves because they're more specific to each team whereas the mock drafters might have an inside scoop on a certain team but be totally in the dark on most others Um, and then they just default to what they know about a player and and that's obviously a a faulty way of doing it that's why the mock drafts are um, uh, very inaccurate generally speaking Um, although some are better than others so you got to find the right ones the good ones hockey is is not my expertise I'm, i'm a football guy NFL draft gives you a lot more options, and they, they open up the lines months earlier, so it's a lot easier. But for hockey, um, Corey Prominent is one of the better ones, the athletic. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a few different ones around, but uh, I couldn't tell you which are exactly better or worse. But uh, that's that's when you look for the consensus ones, see who's making the better arguments. Then you compare that to what the, the beat writers are saying, and then the, uh, like the fan blogs even, they, they'll give you a good idea of what a team's looking for. Um and that kind of thing. Uh, what else is there? There's uh, yeah, the, this year is about the um, like the of course, just like last year with the with the Russians likely falling. Like Matthew Mitchkov would almost certainly be going number two, but because he's Russian and he's he's got a long KHL contract to fulfill yet for three years, um, when he's likely not able to get out of that unless uh, a certain team is able to uh, extract him from it, but um. So, yeah, that's obviously why he's not going number two. Otherwise, he would be in, in, in the basis of sheer talent because he is definitely the second best player in this draft. He could even be the first for all we know. We don't have a, as good of a read on him as we do Connor Bedard, obviously. Um, but, yeah, this, this kid's going to be a, an absolute stud, whether it's in Russia or in uh, North America. Um, so, yeah, the, the first four are pretty well set, at least the first three, I think, or I hope, based on what I bet so far. Obviously, you got Bedard number one, Fantilli number two out of Michigan, um, going to the Ducks there. Uh, excellent, excellent player for uh, the Wolverines. Um, Juan the Hobie Baker, uh, super skilled guy. Uh, Leo Carlson number three, excellent uh, performance at the Worlds. Kind of um, weak at the World Juniors, but I believe that he was actually a bit ill during that tournament. So that explains uh, why he didn't have his 
best showing. Um, he, he plays against men too up there in uh, Sweden, so uh, he's used to um, yeah playing with the big boys. Number four is where it gets interesting. Will Smith is the consensus favorite right now. He uh, played with the national development team. Um, and I think they set a record for most points that that line between him, Perot, and uh, oh, who's the other one? Ryan Leonard. Um, this this guy is an absolute stud uh, playmaker, fast, skilled center. Um, he, he can do it all. Drives the offense. Uh, beauty of a player. Uh, yeah, so the Sharks, I think, are likely going to go with him. But if not, this could be where uh, Mitchkov could sneak in. Like uh, the Sharks are uh, an interesting team. They need everything. And uh, Mitchkov would definitely be a, a boost to uh, this team going forward, uh, especially considering they don't have the deepest prospect pool. They've got a long rebuild ahead. So they could afford to wait the three years for Mitchkov to uh, show up in the States. Um, and that's another thing, too, when considering these teams, you want to know what these teams need. And uh, some of these teams just need everything. Like the Penguins, for example, have a shitty prospect pool. They don't got much going on. So they'll just take the best available player. Whereas the next team, like the Canadians, they uh, – they have a shortage on um, a right-handed D-man, and, uh, so they, they, they might target this specific guy. David Reinbacher um, out of Clotten in Switzerland, but he's an Austrian guy. He's also playing against men. He's a very safe pick. Uh, I really like this guy. I, you can know, find around 5-6-1 to one to uh, pick 5 overall. I don't mind that. Or Will Smith to be picked 5 overall. I got it at 6-1. to one. I'm not sure if that's still available, though. Um, I'm saying that at three to one. Will Smith. Okay. Yeah. I, maybe the sixes are gone, but, but uh, yeah, that's that's another thing too. You got to be monitoring these uh, the differences between these these books because uh, one book will have a uh, number that's wildly different than the the others. Um, but yeah, Reinbacher, great pick there. I, this is the this is where if if Mishkoff is available here, teams could trade up for him if if they uh, you know they think maybe the Coyotes will sneak him. I don't know, but uh, yeah, the, the Canadians is the most interesting pick in the first ten, I think, because it'll set up uh, basically the rest of the uh, the first round in how things will fall. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go through everything here, but uh, another one I like is the yeah the Capitals. Like Mitchkov is not making it past the Capitals, um, just because they have a, a strong Russian setup there. They have a lot of connections in Russia, of course, Ovechkin, starting with him, and then uh, we saw Ivan Miroshenko. Being selected last year by the Capitals, so they're not afraid of taking Russians. So Mitchkov, if he falls to eight, Capitals be absolutely delighted. They'll take him here. Um, there's no real markets on Mitchkov, no over/unders anyway. So I uh, can't make much use of that, except for maybe looking to um, you know, a couple overs like uh, this guy, Zach Benson. Uh, he's a smaller guy, and we just saw you know that's a copycat league. We want to see the big physical guys, just like the teams we saw in the, in the final round. Um, the, the the Knights and the Panthers, and this guy is just too small. So Zach Benson, I do expect him to fall. It's a bit of a wild card in the mocks. He goes as early as four, all the way to like in the almost a 20 range. So this is a guy that's uh, he's a super skilled, but he's he's just too small. I think he's only like 165 pounds, five foot nine. Um, obviously, all the talent in the world, but uh, it's, it's it's what teams look for these days. That's not it. Um, yeah, there's a a uh, shortage of D-men this year, like uh, mentioned, Ryan Bakker, he's a he's a great defender, but uh, in terms of a like the top end number one D, I don't think that he'll he'll be that. Uh, we got um, Pelika, this uh, Axel Sandin Pelika guy out of Sweden, great puck mover. He reminds me of um, Quinn Hughes, 
And I was originally thinking that the Canucks would take him, but they already have a Quinn Hughes, so I'm, I'm not sure about that anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah, what else is there? There's, there's, you know, I made a bunch of bets. Let's see what the – let's just go over DraftKings. What do they got here? They have um, – I saw something like here. Dalibor Dvorsky over 8.5 plus 110. I don't mind that um, just because I think that Mitchcock goes in the top eight and Reinbacher top eight. And uh, Ryan Leonard top eight. So that, that leaves basically um, one spot for him to go. And I think there's a couple other guys who can get in there. Um, similarly, Nate Danielson over nine and a half minus 140. I think he drops out of the top 10. He's a, he's a decent center, but uh, there's just a lot of his type going on there. So, yeah, there's just not enough spaces there like that. So, yeah, yeah it's also good things to remember, too. Like betting overs is better than betting unders because there's a lot more of a a range for them to fall into instead of the, um, you know, when you bet an under, there's only a few spots for it. But if you bet the over, there's a, a lot of different things could happen. Um, so it gives you more of a leeway. Otto Stenberg. Yeah, and there's, there's always, there's always a few guys that drop too. So if you, if you throw like an under on or an over on a, a few different guys at plus odds, you might be able to cash multiple of them. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, definitely. Oh, Oliver Moore's, uh, another, um, Wild card, he's all over the place. I think the over-under is set pretty correctly there, 14.5. Otto Stenberg, though, I like this under. Uh, he's he's fallen pretty – or not falling. He's rising pretty rapidly lately. Uh, I think he'll go in the early 20s. He's set at under 28.5 here. little juice to the under, but you can find better prices elsewhere. Um, Tanner Mullendike, I mentioned the, the, the defense, so this is getting steamed. All the way up to minus 180 now on Tanner Mullendike over 28.5. Still like that there. I don't know if he'll go in the first round. Um, there's just, um, yeah, a dearth of defensemen and um, a lot of good forwards. So I think that we'll see a few defenders drop. Um, one more Russian, Dmitry Shurashev. He could be the best defenseman in this draft. But, of course, there's the the Russian factor, so he could be all over the place. That's why you're not seeing a lot of uh, markets on him. And uh, look out for Zach Edstrom. This guy is another guy who's rising rapidly. Um, uh, only just starting to see draft props on him. Um, yeah, around 28 and a half. I like the under there. And, uh, one last one, Michael Harabal. Uh, he's a goalie and, um, you know, given what we just saw, you know, Aiden Hill just won a cup. I don't think that uh, teams will be ecstatic to spend a first round pick on a goalie right now. Um, I know he's got some potential all that, but, uh, he doesn't have the hype of like an Askarov. Or uh, even a Devon Levi, I don't think. So this guy, I, I think he falls out of the first round. Right now he's set at over 32.5 plus 110. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think that he goes in the first. So He's at pick 54 in, in this mock draft I'm looking at. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Promen, Promen has him in the first round to um, Colorado, I think. No, he's got to San Jose. But yeah, the, the, the teams that would take a goalie are towards the end of the first round. So you'd be sweating the, these, like, the... Uh, I don't know, like maybe the Hurricanes or, or the Avalanche, um, the Canadians even, like Montembeau. I don't know if he's the uh, long-term future there. Um, but, yeah, that, that's pretty much all I got for now. I've got a lot more bets, but uh, based on what I'm seeing in, in this uh, site here is looking uh, – oh, one more. Oliver Bonk, minus 195 over Gulyayev, you know, another Russian who's not really projective uh, – uh, be a first round pick, whereas Bonk has been uh, pretty solidly in the low to mid 20s. So I don't mind that juice there. Minus 195, Oliver Bonk over Gulyayev. 
All right. Yeah, a lot of good information there. Uh, my, my one thing is, I wonder if the Capitals will use that like Russian connection they have with Ovechkin and Kuznetsov and Alex Alexeyev, their their new their young kid. Like, if they if he falls past five, because I don't think I, he, I don't think he's going in the top five. Like the Canadians maybe, but then the Coyotes could take him, take a big swing. I hope he doesn't fall to eight, because I hope if he gets to seven, the Flyers pick him up, because they're not going to be good for two or three or four years anyway. So let him play in Russia and then come over. But yeah, that, that, that Capitals thing, like with Ovechkin, you know, his, his whatever ties or whatever he has to, with, with Russia, like that could, that could be something where it helps speed up, you know, Ovechkin promises to play for Russia after he retires or something. And like, they, uh, they come over. So maybe there's something they can work out there. And yeah, as you were saying, like gather information on this, the drafts should be one of the things that are most profitable. I remember last year with that NBA draft, yeah, you were very profitable NFL draft, if I remember correctly. And then the, the NBA draft, all, all that stuff going off the day before I remember it being, being crazy. So yeah, as with anything, do shop around, make sure you're getting the best price and make sure you have the, the best information. That's, Kind of as simply as you can put it. Cause yeah, look at the beat writers. Look at look at the team sites too to see what kind of players they're talking about, and look at the the like like websites that are closely connected to, to the team. Like uh like if the team has a has a TV network like NBC Sports or, or Bally, look to see what that is putting out because that that's probably being somewhat fed from from the organization. So you can kind of get some some uh some feel for it there. But yeah, uh, fantastic information there from from the, the professor as always. One more thing. Um, I mentioned the the when lines get in steam. There's other ways to play some things. Like for example, the uh, um, the top three. Like you could bet them in in any order. So let's say um, you know there's Bedard, Ventilli, then Carlson. If for some reason Carlson just suddenly gets steamed, some books will have um, that that same order. Um, well, they won't have the same order. They'll have uh, Bedard, Carlson, Ventilli, but at, like a huge plus odds. But that won't get steamed like uh, like the direct um, second overall and third overall bets, right? So you know what I mean. Ooh, like that's so a, that, yeah, that that's a good angle. You gotta you gotta check the other markets that are that yeah are yeah. So if you miss that. if you miss the steam, you just hit you look for those ones because uh, they're gonna move slower than the other ones, and then you can get out. Like that's what I did today because uh, I uh, I did like little um NBA stuff, not 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 too seriously, not big money or anything, but uh, I bet Scoot Henderson for second uh yesterday like minus 150 looked pretty good for a bit went up to minus 275 and then today it crashed back down and then i'm like okay fuck this i'm getting out of this and uh, i took um when benyama uh brandon miller then scoot henderson at plus 150 so uh yeah hopefully nobody else cracks the top three otherwise i'm good <laughs> yeah the, but when you have a, a steady three that, that's the way to do it there um, we are brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts. They make you look good with their stretch khaki shorts that are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog Shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better because those regular shorts have that stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing cloudnik fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Yeah, I was trying to trying to find odds there as you were talking, and like there's nothing available in Pennsylvania whatsoever. So I, I checked Bovada; they only have number two overall, number three overall. Bet Online only has 
they, they at least have two, three, four, five overall markets. Uh, MGM over New Jersey only has second and third overall. I got a lot more at bet, bet online. Do you? Oh, uh, yeah, first round four, then sixteen draft positions. Oh no, I I don't I don't see that here. I, mean, so I don't know if that's a, a different a different Canadian site there or, or what. Well, I know one of our listeners, uh, his bet online is the same as mine, so that's interesting. Maybe you just uh, let me let me. Oh, okay, draft position. Yes, I do see that. Okay, no, I, I, I'm there. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, you're just looking at first round. Yeah, that's all I had up. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. Th- there is a bunch there then. So yeah, I'll I'll definitely look into that. Uh, hopefully there's more. Hopefully more comes available as draft. We're still a week away. So maybe by the time we record early next week, there'll be more out for uh, more of the more of the legal books, more of the widespread population out there. Um, let's transition into some Stanley Cup futures, if if we will here. I know we we talked about them, you know, right before the Stanley Cup final started during that dead period, but. I know you said you've placed some since then. Um, you're taking advantage of these longer odds. Uh, so uh, continuing with, with the professor kind of thing here, what do you look for when you look for a team that you're betting pretty much 11 months in advance? Right. I mean, you don't want to tie up your money, which means um, you typically don't want to look at the shorter odds. I don't think I've ever bet a team shorter than 10 to 1 before the season started, um, just because there's, there's not going to be much movement anyway. Like a, a team that's 8 to 1 is not going to go down to like 5 to 1 to make it worthwhile. Whereas uh, a team that you get at like, um, you know, 100 to 1 could go down to 51 based on what they do at free agency or just uh, being a bad line and people betting it. So you want to anticipate the uh, a better price, so to speak. Like if you if you know you're going to get a better price before um, the season or even during the season, like uh, uh, some of these teams that I'm looking at, like I'm, I wasted money on the Islanders. I could have got like a much better price than them during the season instead of betting way too early last year. So that was a mistake by me. Uh, so like a team like that, you can wait and uh, bet them during the season because I don't think that they're a, a strong regular season team. I don't expect them to make big free agency moves. So you, you, you can wait on those teams. But the teams that you do want to better are like the longer odds ones, which uh, they're pretty much going to go only one way. Like um, I mentioned the Blue Jackets, of course, they, uh, you know, they, they made some deals already. They got a new head coach. Things are going their way. And um, this isn't a coach who's just going to be content with, with tanking another year. They're, they're, they're going to go for it. Same thing goes for the GM, who's on a, a short leash now. So the Blue Jackets are an excellent candidate, which is why I bet them at 200 to 1. Um, price is already drifting lower, and I expect that to keep going down as they uh, continue to shore up that defense in particular. Um, so, yeah, you just want to – anticipate a better price like that's the only reason why you bet things this early uh, you know there's no reason just uh, giving the sports book to collect interest on your on your money this early when um you can get the same price later on so that that's basically the uh the general logic of betting um stanley cup futures in fucking june <laughs> yeah you, you mentioned i think uh, one of the prior shows that you bet the habs at, at 250 to one and like so, some of these teams like like the ah, the, that, that. They're, they're not, not winning. Gonna, they're not going to win the cup. That, that's that's a cash out play, or, or like if they do somehow, wiggle their room, way in. Like I feel like he's a hundred to, to one longer. Maybe Columbus might might be worth it at at one fifty. But like the Flyers at Fanduel, they're ninety to one, and at DraftKings are one fifty to one. So like in Chicago, ninety to one. DraftKings are two fifty to one. So like look look for these price differences too. Like DraftKings has a lot better prices on some of these teams. I guess the Blackhawks at two fifty one may not be too bad if like if Bedard's as good as he is and they were able to have some 
maybe King goes back there. I I think it's, yeah, that's not good. But one team I was looking at uh, earlier today, uh, I thought they might be too short, but you said 10 to 1. So 32 to 1 is a Calgary Flames. Uh, They had the third best expected goals 4% at 5 on 5 last year during the regular season. Uh, Fire Daryl Sutter, things come out recently on The Athletic. They wrote about how, you know, he completely lost the room, which explains how they went from being such a good team last year, even without, you know, good playoff performers to, to what they are now. And maybe uh, I feel like they're kind of un- undervalued there at 32 to one. They are 20 to one at DraftKings, which I probably would not take, but they're in that group with like the, the Penguins, the Sens, the Wild, the Kings, like out of them, I think the Flames at 32 to one isn't, isn't a bad look. I would agree with you, except that uh, I'm concerned about the culture there and the, the team or the players wanting out. Like Noah Hannafin, he said he's not going to resign there. So they're going to be looking to trade him and how they trade him will make the difference. Are they just trading for draft picks? Or are they just are they going to trade him for players? And uh, so that's why I'm watching the Flames, not betting that yet. Um, yeah, I need to see how they're going to treat this offseason first. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. We saw teams with some um, new coaches last year do exceptionally well so i'm looking at that this year too so with the flames of the new coach there young guy uh, should should help with that culture for sure uh, um even though um you know elias lindholm and noah hannafin aren't exactly yet <clears throat> thrilled to still be there um so yeah it was, uh, flames are waiting watch for me um yeah i mentioned you mentioned the canadians uh, uh i would love this a lot better if they were in any other division i mean I just put a few bucks on it. Fuck it. Uh, I do think that they'll be a lot better this year, but that division is like, it's, the, it's, it's ridiculously good. Like every team's going to be better than they were last year, except for the Bruins, I think. Um, and even the Bruins will still be uh, an elite team. You know, they're, they're not losing everybody. Um, so yeah, but that's going to be a war in the, in the Pacific. Um, yes. Uh, what else did I bet? I bet the Kraken, um, 50 and 45 to one. Um, that that price is dropping rapidly too. I've even seen some 25s up there. Uh, this is just a, a team that that's going to be, uh, I think, uh, fairly aggressive in the offseason. You know, the, the, the team showed that they can, can be competitive in the playoffs, so I think the management will reward them. So they'll they'll sign a couple of good guys. They have plenty of cap space, and uh, we finally got an answer to the goaltending. Grubauer finally um, showed his own self, like uh, especially the second half of the year and in the playoffs, he was definitely not the liability he was in the first year in the first half of this past season. So, yeah, that that's a huge relief for any uh, Kraken fans and Kraken backers. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't mind the Kraken at all. Um, Sabres and Sands, kind of, same kind of thing. Not same kind of thing, but just uh, young young teams take another step forward, kind of like the Devils last year. And, uh, yeah, finally the Canucks, this is one more little lesson here. You know, just you look for signals, right? You look for signals what these management groups are going to do like last year when they signed Kuzmenko to a two-year deal <laughs> Canucks fans are furious but uh I was watching and like okay this team's going to be try to be uh competitive and then they, they they proved that again with this OEL buyout so they're they're going to be a a player in free agency and then you'll you'll see their odds drop as long as um Jeremy Rutherford doesn't I don't know pay fucking five million to get Luke Shen back or some dumb shit <laughs> Um, he's, he's not Jim Benning, I guess. So you got to give him some benefit of the doubt. Uh, but yeah, Dumko is going to be better. Uh, you know, I, I said this a couple times now, but Rick Tockett, uh, big improvement over Boudreau. And uh, yeah, they, they got some players from elite talent. So yeah, Canucks 60 to 1 is fine. Um, even though that division is, is getting tougher and tougher every year, too. Like, uh, 
I know the Sharks will be absolute shit and the Ducks won't be uh, any good still, but the other teams are all going to be fighting for the playoffs for sure. And uh, yeah, that, that's that's about it. I mean, I had to I had to bet some Devils at fourteen to one just because. Uh, <laughs> they're good. They're, they're going to be good for a while. Yeah, yeah, I had to do it. I mean, there's there's rumors of Hellebuck going to New Jersey, so uh, yeah. if that happens, that that's a that's a huge boost, and uh, they definitely won't be fourteen to one if um, that happens by the start of the season. Yeah, and on the other side of that, I was just looking up Winnipeg because they're down at seventy five to one. At DraftKings, which seems kind of way too high for them, but I forgot Halibut might be leaving. They have they have changes coming, so Dubois gone too. Dubois is going to leave. Wheeler could be bought out. They're talking about like so. I think Winnipeg is a team that has enough talent to, if they fall into that like closer to a hundred to one, throw something on it because you know even if they don't have Halibut, they're going to have Kyle Connor still good. Ehlers probably still be there. They still have a, a decent core group of guys. That can, I'm like, done go. betting on those freaking guys. <laughs> Like every year they they do the same shit. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't trust that 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 core group. It's like Rick Bonus is uh fed up with them. I'm fed up with them. Paul Maurice is fed up with them. He fucking resigned from the team out of nowhere because of them. So uh, yeah, something's just off there. We need a, a, a radical restructuring in that, that Jets room before uh, I think of wasting our money on them. I fucking bet them for their vision in the middle of the season and they just fell apart after that. It made me sweat the Avalanche coming back and thankfully saving me. <laughs> Yeah, that, that that was that was rough in the second half with Winnipeg. But uh, yeah, speaking of these underdogs betting on, check out Underdog Fantasy. Uh, Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is, is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and college baseball player props. There's so many ways to win over on Underdog, and it's active in so many states. So head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Yeah, I also think with these like Stanley Cup future markets here, if we can, we'll get into Hart Trophy if we have any bets there. But like this is a good spot to, to use free bets that you get. $10 free bet, throw it on a team that's 75 to 1 to win the cup. You, you have a chance to win 700 bucks. Come, you know, rather than throwing it on some 10 leg parlay, you're not going to hit anyway. Put it on, put it on a long, long shot future. And you, you have something, you know, I, I had that with the Kraken. I had a few on the Panthers, had a few on the Devils from uh, from last offseason. So I think that's something, probably a, a smarter way, maybe not as fun in, in the short run, but a smarter way to, to use free bets. Sure. I, I can't remember the last time I got a free bet, but uh, for those of you who do, have fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's for a close out the show here. I don't know um, the Hart Trophy odds have come out. Uh, Connor McDavid is, of course, the odds on favorite. I'm seeing at plus 125 here on DraftKings. Then you got McKinnon, 7 to 1, Dry Settle, 8 to 1. But once again, this is probably where you look more at a, at a long, long shot. Uh, what, what Hart Trophy bets have you played so far? Uh, I haven't really looked. I don't know if they're even up in my books. Um, are they, is, it, is that FanDuel too? Um, I have not checked FanDuel for them. I think I've only seen them at um, DraftKings, but I'll, I'm pulling it up right now. I remember yeah, it was you. You were someone in the Discord talking about like uh, Tim Stutzel or, or Josh Norris and for Ottawa. Yeah, that was uh, Archer there. He mentioned um, BBC. Yeah, the BBC. <laughs> Uh, he mentioned uh, Brady Kachuk and Stutzla. I love uh, the Stutzla play at 150 to one. Uh, just uh, based on how he broke out last season, um, it's a great goal scorer. I think the Sens will be good enough to make the playoffs, and that's basically all you need to be valid for the heart. 
Um, you know, as long as you don't just sneak in like the Panthers. Um, yeah, 151, I think is a good price. And uh, oh, Kale McCarr is my favorite though, 30 to one. Like uh, mm, this, yeah. this guy's, you know, he's he's right behind um, McDavid for the best player in the West. So 30 to one, I'll take a chance with him. Even though McKinnon will, will maybe steal some of the glory, maybe Rantan will steal some of the glory, but uh, people know McCarr by now, so he'll definitely get the, his share of the glory. But yeah, you're basically whoever you're betting on, it's basically like a matchup against McDavid because he is uh, the rightful favorite there at plus one twenty-five. Uh, I just can't bring myself to to bet that uh, this early on. You, you can always pick and choose your spots during the season. Like the, these these odds don't um, they don't shift uh, all of a sudden like. Um, you know, like uh, the you know the live odds in a game, you know, you can pick your spots. Some books will be slower than others. So if McDavid is running away with it, then fine, just find the best price available and then bet him then. But yeah, don't bet him now. Plus one twenty five, you could get fucking injured in preseason for all you know. Um, so yeah, I definitely would look at the the longer odds. I like Jack Hughes, a little short, yes. maybe at twenty to one. But uh, like I said, I love the Devils. Um, they're gonna be an excellent team, probably winning the Metro, I would think. Um. Yeah, so him, McCarr, and uh, Stutz would be my favorite looks this early. I mean, like I said, about my books don't even have these odds yet, but just uh, reading the board here. I mean, Huberto, 300 to one. I mean, he was in the mix two years ago with the Panthers, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure he was. Yeah, he was. About like a, like yeah. a sneaky, sneaky heart guy. So Huberto, 300 to one. Don't mind that. Um, if the uh, Flames can get it together. Uh, that would be a yeah. If you think the Flames are going to be good, then uh, 301 for Huberto would be a good bet too. Uh, Kadri 301 as well. I think I would rather take Huberto more of a, yeah, an upside, Huberto's more star power. I think at this point. Yeah. Plus, people know his name now after being a quote unquote underrated for so long. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yeah, like uh, J- Jason Robertson. I think 30 to one. Uh, I think he he was up there. 46 goals, 109 points last year. I think if the Stars take a step forward, he could be a big reason for that. I know he did not really show up in the playoffs as much. But don't, don't bet Matthew Kuchuk a 10-1. to 1. The Panthers are not going to have their full team for the half of the season next year. That'll go up. Don't even bet Eichel. Eichel's at 50-1. to 1. Like I don't think they're going to be a Stanley Cup hangover for that, so, so don't bet that. But uh, Elias Patterson, 60-1. to 1. If the Canucks do something, I think he would be the guy. He finished top 10 in points last year. I got another one. I got another okay. one. If you think the Penguins are going to be good, Crosby, 75 to 1. Like, this guy was playing at an elite level last year. Like, uh, he, he was sneakily just carrying the team on his back last year. So, if you think the Penguins are going to be better, I would bet Crosby 71, 75 to 1 before any other. That, uh, uh, what are they for the cup here? They are, yeah, they're only 31 for the cup. Crosby, 75 yeah. to 1 for the heart. Be a lot better. Um, so, yeah, that, that's another good look, I think. Timo Meyer, 100 to 1. If he, he settles in there with the Devils. Overshadow ah, Jack Hughes a little nah, bit. I'd rather take Jack Hughes. Um, Johnny Gaudreau, 100 to one. Uh, yeah, I can see yeah. that in uh, like bursting. You know, like he had a what are you 100, 111 points or something like that two years ago, and obviously down here last year. But uh, maybe old old Babs gets him going, and yeah, um, yeah they're, they're a decent offensive team. I mean, the the, the problem with the Blue Jackets isn't their scoring; it's the, the their inability to stop the opponent from scoring. So yeah, Gaudreau could definitely be in some. Uh, some uh, shootouts. Although Babcock, the way he uh, structures his team, is all about you know just like uh, um, annoying the other team, just uh, a constant fortress, constant pressure. So it's not exactly the most open style of play. So that 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 could be a problem um, in terms of a changing 
of system. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't mind the uh, the thought. Yeah, I mean, uh, you have any have any golf bets for the, for this weekend? Yeah, it's probably something more more interesting to talk about for the listeners at this point. Is it, is it just just Scotty? Uh, I have the uh, the three hundred plus three hundred odds surge on uh, on DraftKings that I usually do. I think Scotty right now is plus six fifty. Rory twelve to one. Can't lay around. Rom both twelve to one. Yeah, I haven't even really haven't looked. looked yet. Um, fuck, uh, Pavlin. No, I bet him every week. Might as well do it again. Yeah, eighteen to one. Uh, I'm saying okay. <laughs> yeah, Scotty. Yeah, he's gonna win. Like uh, I don't know probably two or three maybe even four tournaments left in the year so if you just keep betting him he might end up profitable especially with your odds boosts um yeah because he's, he's he's definitely the best player in the world right now he just can't get the putter uh acting up uh for him i mean he was putting better last weekend uh it just wasn't quite good enough so uh, hopefully that's a sign of a uh, improvement for him going forward but he's definitely um striking the the ball like an elite level like historically good so he's miles better than anyone else right now in terms of hitting the ball so that's always a good sign because it's a lot easier to um figure out the putter later uh, with, with the uh especially given the variance involved in it you know if you hit a couple putts in suddenly you're gonna hit like three or four and and uh and then on from there it's like domino effect so once he gets the putter going look out fucking pga tour yeah, I mean, and he, he's going to win one eventually. And like with this plus 300 odds, or the best plus EV thing to do is put it on put it on the lowest odds. Get some from plus 650 to plus 900 rather than getting someone like even like Ram, like from 12 to 1, 15 to 1 isn't, isn't as big of a big of a difference there. So Oh, I hate you, this guy. I hate this guy now. But uh, Fleetwood, 35 to 1. Isn't oh, terrible. He, he, he cost you on <laughs> Sunday, right? Yeah, I'm a, I'll go back to the well. I mean, uh, yeah, he fucked me on Sunday, but I was betting against him. And then two weeks ago, I was betting on him. And then he fucking laundered with flaccid wood. Um, yeah, so 35 to 1, though, I think that's a good number there on DraftKings. All right. Anything else you want to touch on here before we close it out? Uh, uh, no, I think I'm good. All right, uh, we'll be back to you with a recorded episode later this week, and I think we'll be recording again uh, early next week. I'm sure awards coming up. I don't think there's any markets available. That should be good to get some of our uh, bankroll back on the Hart Trophy and then the Calder Trophy and all that stuff. And at the draft next week, a week from week from Wednesday, so make sure you, you re-listen to Joel's Professor Meyer segment here on, on what, to, what to bet there. And of course, if you're still listening, if you're listening at all to the offseason, make sure you leave us a five-star rating and a review on apple podcast or on spotify just tell a friend to follow us on twitter at hockey sgpn and get in the discord at sg.pn slash discord i am ryan gilbert you can follow me on twitter at r gilbert sop joe martin you'll find me recommending to you jordan hawkins over keontae george in the nba draft minus 150 uh yeah there's probably nothing else going on on thursday might as well watch some some draft coverage and uh, make a couple bets there. Can't wait to check out the NBA channel. See ya.